Oh, look who's back. And we're here. Sishwagon. How we doing? I'm good. How are you? All right? Okay, cool. Anyway, this week, big week, busy week. Uh, we had some standing up to do. Standing up and talking and comic comicking, comedianling. Um, we were doing that quite a bit last week, if you remember, when I left off the episode. Had three shows, three nights. Uh, none of you came, so thanks, but it's alright, there's like seven of you, and I know most of you don't really care, but it's cool, like, yeah, it's not like me saying when and where I'm doing shows is kind of like me asking you to come or anything, and you didn't, well, you could have actually on the Friday one, there was a pretty big crowd and I hardly saw anybody there, so sorry if you came on Friday and you just hear me being fucking miss, little miss snappy over here. Fucking little miss, all oh, your friends, your friends didn't come see you do your ha-has, hey, you cunt. So sorry if you're that guy and you were there anyway and I just didn't see you. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they went well, went well. Wednesday first show I did, not my best, I'll be honest, not my best. Dead crowd, like 10 people in the crowd. So, you know, standard open mic nights, who gives a shit? It was my first time on stage in almost like three weeks, so I was... I was knocking the rust off, knocking the rust off, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, knocking the rust off, so that's what we did on Wednesday, uh, tried a couple different things, left the mic in the mic stand this time, only done that once before, and, uh, didn't like it, I don't know, I think I just, <laughs> I just lean forward, it's like, it's not natural, it's not a natural way to talk, to just talk into a thing, so, I don't really like it. It's not me, so we're going, we're going hand on the hand on the mic, pretty much every time now. It's just, I'm too, yeah. But anyway, that was that. That was Wednesday. Not much to talk about. Dead crowd. MC was Shay Hooray. He's meant to be funny. He was all right on Wednesday. Um, rest of the rest of the comics were all right. Uh, yeah, let's not bash them on here, even though none of them are going to listen. So, yeah, I could, but uh. Sorry, just hitting the vape. Um, Thursday, Thursday, different vibe, different different show completely at uh, the Spriggan Fern Tavern for a can-do comedy gig. First one I'm doing, I've done with them, so that was pretty cool to get that one under the belt. But uh, yeah, small crowd again, small room. Got a bit more time, got 10 minutes this time, so that was nice. Stretched the legs a little bit, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, just went out there, did pretty well kind of weird it was like because it was literally just like doing stand up in a restaurant and like halfway through my set like two people at a table went went off and went and bought drinks and you can hear them talking at the bar and then a waitress came right in front of me to another table mid-set so it was just which was fine you know that's just gonna happen but it was it was kind of weird just having that and I've noticed myself watching it while I was doing it and I was like what are you doing man focus on the audience that are actually paying attention and yeah, but what was cool with having such a, like, I could see everybody's faces in the crowd. I could see everybody. It's not like at the comedy club where you got the stage light and the audience is dark, so you can see, like, bodies and the outlines of people, but you can't see them well enough to see, like, facial expressions. And because it was a small crowd, too, like, there was, I was able to, like, I was literally, like, almost at eye level with the front row, because it wasn't a stage. So, like, it was like I was just talking to them, just talking straight at them. And it was cool to see, like, the reaction to the setup, so not like to the punchline, not to the haha bit, but to like 
the line precluding the sub the punchline, like the misdirection. I saw. I remember one line. I won't spoil a joke for you, but there's a little bit of a misdirection where I say something that's a bit out there, and then I come back with something logical. And I just see this lady, the closest person sitting next to me, this lady who was like two meters away from me, just go, "What?" And then hit the punchline and fucking cracked her sides open. So that was good. That was that was cool. That was that was interesting. And uh, yeah, fucking Friday, Friday, Friday night last in a month show. I uh, wasn't in the best mind state going into that show. Unrelated to comedy, just had a shitter of a day on Friday. Won't get into it. But, um, so Friday, Friday evening, I was, uh, a little stressed, a little pissed off, not in the best mindset to be doing a show in a couple of hours, and I was just chilling, had nothing much else to do, so I decided to, you know, have a few, have a few brewskis, have a few, uh, have a few fucking bourbon cakes, if you know what I mean, fucking, fucking get that down in me, and, uh, yeah, got half cut before going on stage, first time doing that, first time I've had like, probably the most is like two, maybe three drinks, to where you're feeling a slight buzz, but I was like, I was, it wasn't blackout or anything like that, but it wasn't, I was probably, I might might have been slurring a little bit, but not, you know, enough where I could pull it off, and you couldn't tell, but I was definitely, I was definitely, but then also I was drunk, so maybe I was way drunker than I realized, but um, but I don't think so, because I was up there, I didn't, I was up there, did my set, did a completely different set that I did the night before, so some, and some of it was new stuff, threw a couple of new barbs in there, and yeah, didn't forget a single one, didn't screw up a single line. Granted, only a six minute set, if we went longer, it could be different, but like, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like every set I've done pretty much, I don't think I've ever had a set where I've remembered 100% of my material. When I was drunk the other night, that was probably the closest I've got to remembering 100% of my material. And that was, that's like one of the big fears I have before getting like drunk on stage is that I'm just going to get up there and fucking blank and then just fuck it up and then hate myself because I fucked it up by drinking on the job basically and just forgot all my shit. But I went up there and I didn't forget any of my shit, <laughs> even the brand new shit, all of the little tags and punchlines and yeah, so good, great, like, I performed pretty well, got a decent reaction for pretty flat crowd overall that whole night, like, yeah, I don't know what it was like after I left, because I did the jet with the midi afterwards, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it's, uh, kind of opening up a can of worms in my, my mind, because, like, I'm not a huge drinker, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a, I'm a bit of a, bit of a bitch when it comes to that, as the kids would say, yeah, no, I'll go for it when I go for it, but it's more just, you know, how often and when I want to do it, and just nah, you know, it's just like nah for me, but, uh, if alcohol was the genuine performance enhancer for my comedy, I'd be stupid not to investigate the positive effects of that down the line, but then also... We don't need to be getting a little codependent, if you know what I'm saying, for alcohol. So, yeah, because that could happen very quickly. So, uh, yeah, exciting, interesting. Good to know I can, I mean, I'll have to test it out a couple more times, space it out a bit, don't make it a regular thing. But interesting that 
That could, uh, could, yeah, open up a little extra gear there. Which could come in handy. Because obviously, maybe it's, I think it could just be the anxiety thing. Because I feel like, you know, alcohol, it actually, you know, that's, that's, that's probably like, you know, if you know me, that's probably like one of those, I, I definitely get quite nervous and stage friday a little bit before going on stage. And, uh, like, if that's being a hindrance at all, alcohol definitely helps that. Definitely, 100%. I definitely didn't feel that anxious before the set. Even though, you know, I had a pretty stressful day and other things going on, personal and otherwise. But, uh, you know, it's nothing serious, nothing serious. We're all good. It was just, you know, three or four things all happening on one day was basically what happened. And it was, uh, you know, just, you know, all I want, you know, but I can't complain. I can't complain about life at all in general at the moment. Like, fucking shit's going well. Uh, just one day on Friday, you know, you know how that happens sometimes, three or four things all just happening within a couple of hours of each other's that piss you off, and it's like, um, when I was, and not so much piss you off, just shit to deal with, shit to put up with, but, uh, yeah, and I went out there probably, yeah, I reckon, uh, I mean, I didn't film it or anything or record it, but, again, and maybe that's just that drunk confidence, I feel like it was better than it was. Because I was drinking a little bit. But, like, I was getting good. It's getting a good reaction. And, yeah. It felt good. So, we'll see. We'll investigate. We'll investigate. Will I turn into a fucking failing alcoholic local comedian? Uh, potentially. I mean, that's what the fucking rest of them are. So, yeah. Stay tuned. But, uh, that, yeah, that's basically the stand-up roundup for the week. Uh, you know, yeah, so, it's going alright, I just, for some reason, decided to check my phone and read something and forgot what I was, I was going to talk about next, um, but yeah, so, where were we, stand up this week, so, I think I just got the one show this week, don't know about Sunday, I'll find out about Sunday, like the day of, so, yeah. I don't know, Sunday crowd's been dead anyway, it's not like a show that I'm that excited about getting on, but I'm on the Wednesday show tomorrow night, um, again, probably going to be a dead crowd, because it has been, I think it's just crushish, no one likes going out in the winter, I hope it's that, because it'd be a shame if it was just, you know, not going well, um, maybe I might actually have to start doing some genuine fucking promotional work and trying to get people down to watch the shows and shit, I don't know. Sorry, vaping. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, on the Wednesday show tomorrow night, I'm going to do some new shit. going to talk about the condoms. Get talk pol- politi- politics, 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 I don't know. That whole thing. We've got an election coming up. Basically, um, I'm working on, sorry, pardon me, that was disgusting. I'm not only drinking, I'm, I mean, vaping, I'm also drinking a Mountain Dew Passion Fruit Frenzy. Because I am trash human, and I like trash things, okay? Alright? Anyway, so I'm going to talk about the condoms, you know, added a few things on that. Yeah, really, I feel like that's, as far as brand new material goes, I feel like it's pretty solid, but we shall see. Um, and then, I'm going to be talking politics a bit that I've been doing for a couple of weeks, only done like two or three times, but uh, basically, with the election coming up, 
I am intending on spreading as much awareness for the no vote as possible. You know, I'm really just going to try and advocate for the moral and ethical stance of not wasting your time and going to the polls on election day because it's a waste of time. It's a waste of fucking time. I know it. You know it. Your auntie knows it. But it's a waste of fucking time. Like, hold on, boys. This is interesting. We're in the Sesh wagon. Sorry to pause. I'm going to get back to not voting soon, but this may, as I just, I don't know why I turned the car on. That's right, turn my headlights on. We've got some wildlife. Is that a possum? Or is that a cat? That's a possum. Oh, that's that's exciting, boys. That's exciting. I'll shut the car door there. That was exciting. We had a possum. We had a possum. Five feet from the car. That's two point... How many meters is that? Two, there's nine, three, five times... Three is 1.5 meters, you fucking numpty. God damn it, I'm high. I'm bad at math when I'm high. 1.5 meters from my car was a possum. Yeah, from the sesh wagon. Anyway, don't vote. So this is why you shouldn't vote, because it's a waste of fucking time, and politics is a sham. Do we really need to go over this? If you're listening this far, you already fucking know. Voting doesn't help anybody. The political process is just a distraction to distract the general mass of the population away from anything that is actually productive in society and make you think that you're making a difference once every three years because you went and voted for something that a group of people that you think is going to make things so much better when really they can only change minute minuscule details and just keep the fucking train rolling keep this fucking bullshit train rolling it's not going to stop voting isn't going to fucking help so all it is is a fucking distraction to get us to, you know, just think we're making a difference, think we're helping, and get upset about it. That, you know, if your team loses, you're going to just be in a doom cycle and absolutely hate your fucking life. So, yeah. All right, sorry, we're back. Uh, slight pause there. My bad. One of the, the messages that I read it kind of threw me off. Because it was regarding one of those things that pissed me off on Friday. So I couldn't stop thinking about fucking Friday. Anyway, you know, not the stand-up. The thing that happened before the stand-up that we don't need to get into. But we're back. And we're telling people not to vote on stage. Last couple of times, going pretty well. Parts of it, you know, it's a tricky, tricky topic. Trying to work a couple of things around. You know, get some good laughs out of it. Trying to convey a message. We'll still keep keeping people entertained. It's a tricky thing, but we're getting there. We're getting there. And then, yeah, some other new stuff, which I think is quite, quite exciting. Um, yeah, so it's going well. Got some, uh, got a bunch more ideas, man. Bunch more ideas. Just those couple of weeks, like 
I thought I was going to, I took like two days of just not really thinking about it, but I kept just thinking about fucking stand-up the whole time. So, I suppose I've been writing quite a few things, got a couple of, I think, real good ideas that I really want to pump out, but I'm just, you know, just got to get that stage time. Just really got to get that stage time up, eh? So it's a difficult thing, because, like, stage time... Basically, I was on a comedy course the other month, like, last month, a bit over a month ago, and the wise old American dude who was running it, good dude, actually, like, you know, seemed to know what he was talking about. Basically, you know, sat us down at the end of the course and said, like, look, you know, you could get paid after six months doing this. Or it could take fucking six years. But, you know, once you first get paid or start getting paid, don't become an arsehole and be that guy that only does sets for, for money. Because it's New Zealand comedy and it's show business. There's not a lot of money going around. So if you start getting in that mindset, then you're just not going to get on stage very often. And if you're not going to do it, get on stage and do it very often... You're not going to improve a whole lot. You're not going to improve anywhere near as much as the people doing it all the time. And then eventually those people are going to overtake you and then the money's going to offers are just going to start drying up anyway and you're going to be back in square one. So, you know, for at least like your first, basically said, for your first five, ten years at least, just you just got to do it as much as you can. Fucking not even giving a shit about how much you're getting paid for anything. You know, free spots paid spots, done. just get the stage time, you know, do what you can to get more stage time, because more stage time is going to make you better, going to get you in front of more people, increase your profile, and it's just, that's what you should be aiming for, not money, stage time, and I'm like, yes, makes sense, don't need to worry about the money, but now, stage time is getting, it's been getting a little bit harder to come by the last couple of weeks, not because I'm doing shit, because I'm great, you know that, just more people, more people have been showing up, putting their names out of these open mics. I think it's because like they've been doing a real big push. Like they had that course, they had this fresh competition, which is for newer comics. They've been doing this real big push to really get people to be showing up and giving it a go, and really just you know. And there's been a few, you know, there's been a few new good ones showing up in the last couple of months, and looking, you know, like they could be pretty good. So. Yeah, they got to, you know, but all I'm saying is to make it a little bit more difficult for your boy to get all the stage time that he wants because I was getting more like two months ago because there was just less people putting their hand up. So I was putting my hand up every week and damn near getting every fucking spot. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's just making it a little frustrating because I got all these fucking ideas just popping off. Just popping, Peter pop off, popping off with these damn ideas. And, you know, it's comedy. The only way you know if they're good or not is testing them. You know, getting in front of an audience and being like, here's the material. Please tell me it's funny. Like, obviously, because, yeah, that's. I wouldn't even bother trying if, it, if I didn't think it was funny to begin with. So it's just. You know, everybody's, everybody's, nobody's got the perfect, perfectly aligned sense of humor with the masses. And to be a comedian, you can't have that generic, like successful comedian. You got to be a little different. You got to have a little bit of a different taste than the general public. Otherwise they're going to expect it. So like some things they come out and they're a bit too weird and they go off the rails and it's fine. You just know, let's not go there yet. Or you need to complete, you know, work it completely differently. 
if you're even going to go touch that sort of thing in the future. So, you know, and the only way you're going to know that is by trying things. And I just want to keep trying things. I just, oh, there's the possum again. Um, I just really want to keep trying things. And I want more stage time and I'm fucking grinding and I just want it. I just give me, it's, it's my cocaine at the moment. It's getting so bad. Like I, there was, there was a um, post that went up and there's like a gig later in the year that this tattoo parlor is basically hosting. And the payment, you know, basically you get paid in a in a free tattoo. And I've never had a tattoo. And if you're a long-term listener of this program, you know how I go with sharp things getting pricked into my body. Um, so naturally, I, uh, I put my name up, my hand up, and put my name down. One of the few people that did. So, um, yeah. I, uh, I think I will probably get that gig and then have to get a tattoo for, for stage time, for like five, ten minutes of stage time, I'm willing to tattoo myself, even though I have never done that in my life, and, uh, that's the mindset that we've got right now, so, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose that's a positive, it's a positive that I'm, you know, hustling and grinding and wanting more and writing a lot and willing to permanently mark myself with a tattoo that I've never done before to get stage time so yeah (laughs) that's where we're at right now we're in the grind we are in the grind we are out of the honeymoon period of this relationship of comedy we've hit that six month mark you know the rose tinted glasses are coming off had a little bit of disappointment seen you know Learned a lot, learned a lot about, as much about the business as I can, really getting to, you know, comedy has started to fart in front of me and bitch about their problems and not shave, comedy has stopped shaving their legs, and we are out of this honeymoon period and we are in the grind of the relationship, we are in the grind of the relationship with comedy, we are... Yeah, and just like every other relationship, I am willing to sacrifice way too much and expect very little in return. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not expecting very little in return. I expect a lot, but I'll accept not getting it, but as long as I can bitch about it to you. Anyway... How are we doing for time, young Jamie? Uh, let's see. We're doing okay. But yeah, on that relationship topic. So, yeah. As you know, it's fully, it's official. We're still in the honeymoon phase. She's still shaving her legs. Just so we know. Um, and it's still going great. We're not deep in it or anything. So don't, don't ask. Don't ask any big questions. We're not deep in it yet. Even though you know I've thought about it. You know I've thought about it. I overthink every little fucking thing in my life, so don't think I've gone there with those thought processes about, you know, where this is going in the future, but I'm not, because it's still early, and let's not go there. But I'll tell you, positive, positive development in terms of that relationship in this podcast. So I sent her her an episode and said, hey, you might enjoy listening to this. I sent her the shooting the shit with Dylan one. I sent her, like, yeah, the day after I put it up, told her, hey, you know, if you want to 
know what it's like. This is it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, see if she dip her toes in. And I know she's not a podcast person. Not many chicks are. It's definitely a very, like, male-dominated thing to have, you know, somebody else's voice going in your head all day, every day, because your life is barely fucking tolerable with your own thoughts. So let's put someone else's thoughts in my brain, just so I can get through the fucking day. But, uh, yeah, so... I sent it to her and said, hey, you might enjoy listening to this. It's a wholesome wee thing of me and Dylan and all that shit. So I sent it to her like three weeks ago, however long ago I put that episode up. She still hasn't seen it. She still hasn't clicked into it. So we're clear. I think we're clear. I don't think she's ever, unless like this starts making headlines and I start pissing people off, which who gives a fuck of them at that point. Unless like, we get there where there's literally like, I don't know, fucking people complaining and news articles about me saying shit on the podcast. I don't think she's ever going to listen to this. She's never going to listen to this. So don't you dare fucking worry about Lily getting cucked on his own podcast and just not spitting the cold hard facts, all right? And not spitting it the way he's meant to be spitting it. All right? All right? All right? Because she's not watching, all right? And if she was... I'm listening. If she's not listening, and if she was, I'm not gonna lie. I would probably censor myself because I, 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 I can't, I can't bear to live my life without it. But she ain't fucking listening, so we're in the clear. We don't even have to fucking worry about that, all right, guys? She's not listening. But it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Shaving a leg still, so. She's shaving her legs, I'm still talking, I was, you know, I'm talking shit on my podcast that she may not like, and being derogatory towards women in the rainbow community, so, because I know she wouldn't like that if I started talking like that on here, so don't you worry, we're still going there, we're going to be talking about all the L's and the G's and the B's, and don't forget the T's, because they're the special T's. We're going to be talking about all that shit because she ain't listening. So that's cool. Um, what else has been happening this week? Oh, fuck. I nearly got out of this podcast without talking about the All Blacks. The boys. Get up, the boys. Um, big one over the Wallabies. I actually watched 50% of the game this week. <laughs> that's right. Yes, I watched 50%, the first half of an All Blacks test. And then I got tired and went to sleep because I'm an old fucking man. But I watched it. And it was good. I liked what I saw from the ABs. And I can't say I've said that at all over the last three years. But I liked what I saw. And it started in the first three minutes with Scotty B destroying that little Aussie halfback. And driving him into the fucking long off boundary of the MCG. And then that little scrawny Aussie halfback spilling the pill. And for Shannon Frizzell to dive on it and score a try. I liked what I saw. And the rest of it, All Blacks clearly the way better team. Way, just 
bullying the fucking Aussies the whole game. First 30 minutes, a little scrappy, a little, little disciplined, a little sloppy with the ball handling, a little sloppy with the defense here and there. But towards the end of the first half, really tightened that up, really got that clinical shit going. Starting to look like the All Blacks of old, but not peaking too early because it's a World Cup here and we can't be peaking too early. Can't be peaking too early. And yeah, so that that was good to see. Good to see. Oh, there's a little kitty cat. Oh, we're getting all the nature. Oh, is that little kitty cat that keeps coming in the fucking house? Oh, there's this one little cat that keeps coming in the house and really winding up below. Winding up my boy. Just, and he's stressing out, eh? He's stressing out. Just, and he's, oh, I'm looking at him. Hey, oi, 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 cunt. Yeah, you. Yeah, you cunt. You cunty kitty cat. Why don't you come in here? Why don't you come in here? I'm literally like talking trash to this kitty cat. He's two meters away from me outside the car window. Fuck you, motherfucker. I see you digging, sniffing. Yeah, you can hear me, but you can't see me because I'm in the car and you're running away now, you little bitch. Don't you dare come in my house. Or I'll get Blue to start fucking you up. Anyway. A.B.'s. A.B.'s. There's a dude with the most beautiful beard I've ever seen in my life walks down the street. Holy shit, guys. Holy shit, my dick is rock hard. He's walking. He's walking. I'm going to get really quiet because he's about to walk directly past this car. He's got a fedora. And he's walked past the back of the car. And he's gone. And he's got a satchel. And he's wearing a tweed blazer. This man is not from this century. Anyway, the All Blacks. The All Blacks. Dominant win over the Wallabies. they got the Wallabies again this week. And it's in Dunedin. At 2.30 in the afternoon. Because the organisers of this country thought people wouldn't want to watch the game at 7pm. Because the FIFA Women's World Cup is on. And we wouldn't dare clash with that. And New Zealand's not even going to the knockout of the, New Ze- of the Women's World Cup. So no one's going to be watching that. No one's going to be watching that. I mean, women's football... Jesus Christ, that was a fast car. Anyway, women's football, no one gives a shit about in this country. You know, we cared, we pretended to care. They got close to going to the knockouts. They need to win the last game after choking against the fucking Philippines. And they blew it. So, cheers ladies, thanks for that. Now we've got to watch footy on a... Is it Saturday? Better be Saturday. I think I remember... Seen somewhere that might be Sunday. I'll just confirm that here because I'm working Sunday. I don't want to watch footy on a Sunday. Good, it's Saturday afternoon. I'll park up, I'll put it on, and I'm watching it. But, yeah. Yeah. Should be at 7. Should be at 7. Like, what are you doing? It's 2.30 in the afternoon. People are just going to get pissed on a Saturday afternoon. That's not good for the society. All right. That is terrible. 
terrible for the economy and terrible for the society because it means less people are going to drink, but those that do are going to drink a lot fucking more because they're starting early. So, good luck. Stay safe. If there's somehow, like, a massive upset, which, I mean, I don't think there's going to be because we smashed them last time, but if there is somehow a massive upset and the Wallabies beat the All Blacks at 2.30 on a Saturday afternoon, I wouldn't be going to town. I wouldn't be going to town tomorrow night. Not saying anything bad's going to happen, just people are just going to be in cunty moods. The vibes are going to be off. They're going to be annoying as all hell. So, yeah. Watch out, why don't you? Um, yeah, Rugby World Cup's coming up. We've got about five weeks. Five weeks, so this is your place for water wall coverage, water wall analysis. It's uh, honestly, it's a pretty good time zone for me. Like, I've been most games are going to be early morning, and I've been getting up pretty early recently on my old man schedule lately. Up at six in the morning, you know, up in the morning at six forty-five. When I be up, I'd be talking to God. That's JID for you, right there. Terrible, I butchered it. But yeah, so and that's where most of the games are going to be around six forty-five in the morning. So you know, I'm gonna. Going to be up, going to be watching all the ABs, following the rest of them, seeing what else is on, watching some code, bit of rugby, so this is your place, we're going to be covering that the whole tournament. Now, JID, now I bring it up, going to see him in concert very soon, very soon, oh very soon, like three weeks away, oh my god, three weeks until I get to see JID. I'm excited. Are you excited? Because I'm fucking, I'm erect. Um, so that's cool. That's going to happen. Going to absolutely crush it there. And then, yeah, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. We're going to go to JRD. We're going to fucking smash it. You're going to see it in Shed 10 in Auckland, August 23rd. Still tickets available if you want to go. Anyway, that's the podcast. We're stuck in the grind. I hope you how you're doing in the grind. And honestly, if there's, I'm complaining about the grind, the comedy grind. There's a lot worse grinds out there. So anyway, suck it up, buttercup. See you next week.